Hello everyone, I'm your host Toko and this is my podcast, is a risk for that. Listen, <laughs> I'm not going to lie and say, yeah, I've been busy with school and I've been ABCD. That was the case, I think I spoke about this on my last episode, but like, I finished school about two weeks ago. I finished school like I'm a matriculated child, we still have a whole year to go, a whole year and a term, but... I finished like my exams and I closed for school currently and listen friends when I say like the devil will literally attack you he will literally attack you for like literally the no re- the, like literally no reason and I remember having this intention like everything is like written down you know being the planner that I am sorry being the planner that I am, everything's written down. The Lord spoke to me. He's speaking to me. And, you know, everything's good good to go. Then, Miss Girl doesn't record. She just feels like she doesn't want to. And then that feeling dissipates. Like, no, not even dissipates. That's, that's not the right word. Kind of, like, transcends over, like, the first half of the holiday. And, you know, that had to do with, like, a lot of things. Mainly, like like idolatry because I when I was a Christian I never really and before I was a Christian <laughs> when I was a Christian shall I still have a Christian before I was a Christian I never really struggled with idolatry but I feel like that's something now that has been has been broken that I used to struggle with like a lot especially like this past two weeks of my holiday like I could literally not do anything outside of k-pop like i was treating my family badly i was um you know not prioritized i didn't want to think about real things because i was using excuse like yeah i know i'm on break i don't need to think about this i want to think about that this thing kind of distracts me from this and brings me peace which was true i'm not going to deny that but if it's the only thing that i do and not even the only thing i look forward to over spending time with the lord and hearing what the lord has to say to me that's when it became a problem like the way i knew it was a problem was one of these nights gonna sound really weird but like this is all relevant and i'm pretty sure like sure people don't like hearing sure because it's not like a seashore but anyway but like i'm pretty sure like when i i knew that it's gonna sound like really weird but i'm pretty sure about like now by now, every time like I upload on a Sunday, you know that something's gonna happen, something weird, something probably life changing. Like the midst of it, in the middle of like a little rant, is gonna be like actually that makes sense, and that's gonna also wanna that's how the Lord is speaking me speaking to me today. So you're welcome. Just kidding, but it's gonna sound like really weird to some people. But I was sitting at night. I woke up because my mom was praying, and she likes to like uses our. I don't know what other people call it, our home theater, which is like the sound system in our house to play music while she prays. And I do that as well because it sounds really good. It sounds like a live worship experience. And that's what I really miss in these COVID streets. And, you know, it wasn't really that loud for me to like really wake up, but I was just, I think I was just subconsciously awake because I don't know, during this holiday, I've just been having a hard time sleeping and yeah. I don't know, not hard time, just like really confusing sleep schedule because sometimes I'll literally sleep from 8 to 8 and then the next time I'll sleep at like 6 a.m. and wake up at 8. I don't know, 8 o'clock is like the perfect time for me to wake up fully. But anyway, <clears throat> then she was praying and she turned on the music and I was like, oh, this is pretty, you know, soothing and stuff. I was like, let me also like, you know, low-key welcome and dedicate the day to the Lord. And one of the things that we were doing as a family was meditating on scripture together. And, you know, we had like a Bible study session and we were meant to meditate on the scripture for like, I don't know, indefinitely. And, you know, I was like, let me do this. I kind of like not sat up. I was like lying down back on my back and I was like, okay, Lord, thank you for the day. And, you know, dedicating the day to the Lord. And I really wanted to meditate on the scripture, like the full scripture, and like really think about it and really internalize it for myself and for my family and really like pray and dedicate my the 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 day to the Lord through that scripture. 
And I could not even think. I could not even think straight. I could not even retrieve the scripture in the back of my head. And this is the weird part. I could not even, like, you know, think about the scripture fully. Because I was thinking about, like, all this. Like, there was just so much loudness in my head. I was just like, oh, this one has happened. This fandom. Ah, this and this happened. Oh, this song. And, like, it was just a jumble of, like, everything that I had, like, participated in that week. And I could not really focus on the Lord and what I wanted to do with the Lord and what the Lord was like saying, okay, wake up and, you know, dedicate the day to me, girl. And <laughs> that was when I knew it was a problem because I was like, yeah, no, I have a problem. And if this is overtaking my mind to the point where I can't even, you know, switch in terms of like, oh, okay, it's time to praise the Lord. Let me leave this, which is supposed to be secondary to the Lord. It was like a huge warning sign to me. I was like, you know what? Let me give this up. Like, let me give this up. I'm, I was considering it. And the one day the Lord was like, come, come and spend time with me. And, you know, when I say that the Lord, like, he should, he understood the assignment as he usually does. Um, I went to, like, my pri- my quiet place. And he's like, you know what you need to do? I'm like, what do you mean? Because, I was like, I'm still in this, like, state of denial. Like, should I, should I? But I really knew I wanted to, like, give it up. I'm speaking about the K-pop, if you really, you don't already know. And, like, I didn't want to talk about K-pop specifically beca- um, because of the reason that I feel like I talk about it too much. And that just shows, like, idolatry in its in itself. And also, I just kind of feel annoyed when I talk about something for too long. Especially something that, you know, has, like, you know, has this, like, in my life, I don't really see it as... I don't know how to put it. I just don't like to talk about things for too long or for for over and over again on different occasions talking about the same thing especially when it comes to like my podcast which is supposed to be centered around christ and yes some of the episodes that i have spoken about through k-pop have you know saved both me some of my my family my friends and i appreciate that but i just feel like you know the whole the k-pop itself is just really annoying to speak about for me personally when this is supposed to be a christian podcast and so I was like, you know what, let me give it up. And the Lord was like, you know what you need to do? And I was just like, what do you mean? And he was like, you know what you need to do? And to be honest, there have been times where I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know. You know, I didn't want to give it up. Like six months ago, I didn't want to give it up. Three days ago. And it, could, it was a choice. And I chose to give it up. And, you know, the Lord, I'm pretty sure is happy about that, but... You know, I feel like people get caught up in this, like, you have to make the right decision now type of mindset. And, you know, we hear in the, we see in the scriptures that, you know, the Lord, God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love God. And all things work together for, for the good of you. And, <clears throat> sorry, had some juice, so it's like, kind of like, in my, like, literally scratching my throat. Don't know why. But... Either decision was gonna eventually be together for your good. Like if I decided to give up K pop like maybe two months from now, I would still feel the same amount of peace that I feel now. But personally, you know, I feel like I chose okay in a sense. Like if eventually what God was trying to tell me about came to pass. And I'm not saying it's not it's not it's not all the time. And that brings me to that next point. Like Christianity can sometimes be equivocal. And that, and that I mean, like, sometimes it's this, sometimes it's not this, sometimes it's another thing. It's not always just, like, this straight, windy, not straight, windy, that's, that's like, a contradiction in itself. Like, a straight pathway that's, like, this, like, this is it, this is all. Yes, there are some things that are straight. Like, the equivocal nature of Christianity is equivocal. Like, that makes sense. And that's just, like, how... I feel like people need to see it. And I feel like today, as I was speaking to the Lord, just here in my room, and that's another thing, a bit of a tangent. This wouldn't be my podcast if it wasn't for a tangent. But if it sounds really airy in here and like I sound like really far away and like, you know, less professional, it's because I'm in my room. And um, so I'm in my room right now. And, you know, the car that I normally go to speak in or like record my podcast in isn't here at the moment and 
I really that really do like recording that car because that's my like like quiet place where I talk to the Lord. So, you know, had to get a podcast out somehow on that grind somehow. So if you hear like noise in the background of my family, let's take it as ambiance. <laughs> let's take it as um background music, you know. You know, my podcast be really dry. So be grateful that I'm giving you background music and background sounds. So if you're studying right now, you can have that aesthetic. Just kidding. But like, yeah, that's just like, if that's like something that's like, mm, this girl sounds really ghetto. But yeah, I'm also cleaning my room. So if you, sound, if you hear like me motioning around and stuff like that, just it's not anything weird. But anyway, like, what was I saying? I'll, oh, yes. Um, I feel like a lot of people... That's what I'm going to be talking about. Like, a lot of people need to, like, really break down the barriers that they have about Christianity. And I'm speaking from a podcast that I really, really, that really, 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 really touched me today and just, like, really spoke to me. And it's just a lot to unpack that um, I think it's JD from The Porch was speaking about. Um, pastor JD, I don't know if he's a pastor, but I'm going to call him pastor just, be, just out of respect. He was speaking about... Um, Jesus' statement about depart from me for I never knew you. And for anybody who's like, who was like me as a Christian, who was like kind of like lukewarm, not kind of, I was like really lukewarm. And that's one of the things that I really want to speak about one of these days, like my testimony from like the beginning till now. But not today because, you know, that's not about that today. But I was like really lukewarm at one point in my life. And it really led to a lot of like, preconceived preconceived ideas about Christianity and it really led to like me thinking it was a little bit too difficult and it was something I wanted to do when I'm older because like you know what I'm too young and you know it's something I want to do when I'm like maybe 40 when I have my kids and they're in college and I have nothing to do I'll become like a proper Christian because you know it demands a lot from me and you know i don't want to do that now because the world is calling me i need to do this and this and this they said i must make the world is saying i must make bad decisions i must live my life yolo and boy was i wrong because that statement was one of the statements that used to scare me i was like you're the lord is thinking he didn't know me and i'm going to go to hell so i need to escape hell and that's a, that's how a lot of Christians live today. That, you know, when they hear statements statements like that, they immediately gonna go into full Christian mode. You know, praying for people, reposting as many Bible stories on their uh, Bible posts on their Instagrams. You know, removing that um, scandalous bio in their Instagram bios and putting in a Bible verse. I'm not gonna stigmatize. I was. I'm not gonna like, you know, have prejudice against like Bible verses because I think that's wrong tangent people who say oh and they have um this bible verse in their bio they're lukewarm what if it's just their, fa- their favorite bible verse and it just happens to be lukewarm the author didn't write the, the bible verse thinking oh my gosh one day people want to say this this bible verse is gonna be for lukewarms the bible's for everyone lukewarms people who've been following for 40 years so that's a stigma people need to remove. I know it's banter, but I feel like some people take it seriously. Like, oh, maybe I'm a lukewarm person because I have this this, song in my bio, this um, Bible verse in my bio. Girl, people are just being silly. And, yeah, and people go on this, like, end of tangent. <laughs> people go on this um thing of us being, like, full-blown Christian and doing A, B, C, D because they're gonna, the Lord is going to tell them, depart from me because I never knew you. That in itself is literally going against what Jesus literally said because he's saying that lo- those who um, do the will of my father will, enter the, will inherit the kingdom of God. What is the will of God? For them to know Jesus and for Jesus to know you. Like, have a relationship. People want to get into relationships so badly and I was one of them people want to get into relationships so badly like it consumes every part of their being and i have people like that in my life i used to be like that so i completely understand that feeling that desire to like you know have that one person where it's like you know everything is okay nothing else matters because you have with this person but they can't follow jesus because jesus is asking for the same the exact same thing 
is asking for people to follow him, not because they, you know, want to follow religious acts, because religious people killed Jesus. The Pharisees, people who were expecting every, like, every follicle of the scripture to be fulfilled in terms of, you know, their own notion of what a king is supposed to look like, given examples like David and Solomon and stuff like that. They're expecting Jesus to come on, like, a throne, shut down to the earth. He's going to, like, come on his horse and sit on that throne. And if you can't meet him there, that's your own fault because you don't live there. That's You have to make a plan, girl. Book a flight. But Jesus came, yes, to fulfill the scriptures, but he did it in a way to not not to break the law but to glorify him through the law and realize you know what this law is going to lead people to just have this robotic relationship with me in terms of like i have to do this i have to pray every day i have to do this we shouldn't do those things be- to get close to um god or jesus we should do them because we are close to him kind of like when um can I think of an example here that would make a lot of sense? And I was, you know, the problem is when it comes to this podcast, I was talking to the Lord and I was full blown, like, you know, like this, like this, like this, had examples on the board. And he was just like, yeah, taking it in. We're just like, yes, yes, yes. And when it comes to here, I have nothing in my head. That's really weird. But anyway, um, so for example, maybe you and your partner through spending time together, you finally have an inside joke with this person. And every time something um, alluding to that inside joke happens, you kind of like have this like, you know, moment of seeing this inside joke together. And you do that because you, you're you close to them, not because not because you want to get close to them. Imagine in the talking stage, you're saying this inside joke that both of you do get, maybe it's from a movie, and then it's out of context and using it to get close to them. Like every time you talk to them, it's like, ha ha, this is the inside joke or inside, inside joke. It would it, it, literally be stupid. You guys would probably, probably won't even get that far. You guys would just be like mutual friends and maybe just tag each other and stuff. Um, alluding to that inside joke, but you won't actually grow close enough to be in a relationship or an intimate relationship through that inside joke. I hope that makes, makes sense because... That if it doesn't, then I'm sorry. I'm bad at that at examples. Then I'm usually good at examples. I'm usually good at examples. Maybe today is just my off day. But so I feel like people people just need to you know realize that. And that podcast episode really touched me. Just like a lot of these. A lot of the porch um episodes really touched me and have something that the Lord is trying to say to me through those episodes. And I really recommend that, that podcast because I feel like, I guess people can say they can't be long, but I have time. I really, put, I personally like a lot of um longer content. I think I've said this before, maybe I said it to my sister, but when the, when the episode is like five minutes long or like 10 minutes long, I feel like I was just, I was just getting into it. Like, where's the rest? There was so much more you could have uncovered there and you didn't go deep. And so, like, the episode itself was, like, 50 minutes long. About, I think about 50 or almost 50 minutes long. But it's so worth it. Like, JD is so... Pastor JD is just so, like, impactful. But speaking of which, like, having a relationship with God or the Holy Trinity or Jesus is so vitally important because it literally determines... Not let me not say it literally it does determine whether you go um to heaven or hell, but I don't think that should be the sole focus. People shouldn't just want to follow Jesus just to escape hell. They should follow him because they love him and want to actually get to know the one that died for them. Because who's gonna die for you? Just let my cupboards um fill the silence. Who's gonna die for you? The man that laid down his entire life for you wants to know you. And sometimes that literally brings me to tears. And, you know, we shouldn't have to perform, speaking of which, because sometimes how I knew the Lord was speaking to me was because sometimes I get caught up in completing my list, my agenda for my Christian-y things so that the Lord doesn't, like, literally 
throw me out of like throw me into jail type of thing type of thinking and also performing in this in the sense that sometimes i rely on me crying i know it's gonna sound psychotic i know but please bear with me it's gonna make sense um sometimes i rely on me crying to determine how impactful a message a song a piece of like a portion of scripture is and that's messed up because shouldn't the presence of god solely just make me cry and make me you know remind me of that shouldn't i rely on him himself you know and those are the questions that i've i was asking myself today like yo you actually do that a lot and it's quite fitting because you know part of what part of um part of why i'm saying that is because i personally asked the lord to reveal himself to me this holiday because i wanted to be i wanted it to be fruitful originally i was going to learn korean but you know that's kind of hard but you know i have to i i said you know lord you know help me help me understand you and in turn let me also understand why i do the things i do like introspection myself and introspection in our relationship that's what i asked of him and you know that was i think today's lesson was stop relying on things to like stop relying on like certain things on certain like chores not chores but like certain things and habits or christiany or religious things to make you feel like you're right with me and that was really powerful because i didn't cry today and hopefully you guys can make the connection like yeah she's not relying on her tears to determine how impactful the message is everybody must be clapping right now because that is so beautiful but yeah we shouldn't feel the need to perform as christians we shouldn't feel the need to perform in the context of trying to get right with the lord because there's no way we can do it there's no way we can do enough for god because we're literally sinners being doing enough for god is being perfect and how not even half all of us aren't perfect because the lord said the scriptures say for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god you know so rather than burdening yourself into thinking that you have to perform and have to be perfect rather know the lord and have this relationship because going back to the example of a romantic relationship because you know that's all us teenagers talk about imagine if um you and your partner your partner is literally perfect right and that person doesn't expect you to be perfect, right? But you, because they're perfect, feel the need to match that, that amount of being perfect. And maybe not perfect. Let me not, let's not say that because no one is perfect. That's going to that's gonna contradict what I just said. But maybe your partner is good at playing basketball and or basketball. Um, and then you don't know how to play basketball at all. Very, you really suck at playing basketball. And then your partner is passionate about basketball. Like, everything I do revolves around basketball. Idolatry. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, um, and then you feel pressure. This person has never even alluded to you, you know, wanting, them, wanting you to play basketball. Maybe they just talk about basketball from time to time. But you interpret them talking about basketball literally just for the sake of conversation and you getting to know their interests as they want you to play basketball and be good at it. And this person is, inevitably they see you trying and they're like, bro, why are you trying so hard to know basketball? It's okay for you not to to know basketball. And then you're like, yeah, no, but I, I want to, I want to impress you. And this person like, yeah, no, you might just hurt yourself by trying to, you know, dunk and stuff. And then inevitably you end up hurting yourself because you're trying to do things you just, you know, weren't equipped for, learning things that you weren't meant to learn. And that's how it is because people get so caught up in, you know, that's, I think that specific scripture, like, depart from me if I never knew you, and take it as like, knowing, know the Lord as in, oh, I have to go and do a, a bunch of Christian things so the Lord doesn't kill me. No, he just wants to know you, literally, the literal words. I know Jesus spoke in like parables and stuff, but like he's literally saying, "Know me, know me." 
And I'm afraid that a lot of people aren't knowing God. Because demons literally tremble at the name of Jesus Christ. And half our generation doesn't. And trembling because they're on the opposite side. And Jesus could literally end their lives there and then. But half of us don't even have reverence for the Lord. Reverence as respectful fear. The kind of fear we have in our teachers and our parents. And, you know, inevitably was supposed to have in the Lord. People don't have that today because of complacency. I think because I feel like people get, just as JD said, people get caught up in like this Jesus with the lamb. He's just too gentle. He's just like, you know, it's fine. I'm not going to fight. I'm just cool vibes. He is that, but he's also a judge, you know? And people, I'm talking about complacency because us lukewarms get complacent. Okay, I you know, go to church every Sunday, I listen to the word time from time again, I actually sing the words to the um, worship songs, and I take some notes during the sermon as, you know, I know the Lord. But if you don't have a relationship with him, he's going to say, okay, you did a bunch of things because he said, not everybody who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. They'll be casting out demons in your name and A, B, C, D. Lord's like, oh, that's cute, but you know me. What's my favorite color? And silence, crickets. That's how half of it's going to be. That's how it's going to be like for half of us. And I just, I really wanted to hop on here, regardless of whether I'm cleaning my room or not. And just really say that, know the Lord, guys. Know the Lord. Because he wants to know you. And Jesus is not going to, Jesus is such a gentleman. He's not going to bombard into your life and just like, you know, kick down the door and force you to like, pray if you accept him as your lord and savior and literally want to get to know him he's literally standing outside waiting for you to open hasn't even knocked on the door yet so he's just waiting maybe he's knocked once or twice but he's just waiting for you to like say hey come in let's talk let's talk let's have a chat let's let's talk let's let's talk um with a cup of coffee in our hands but half of us you know i had this idea we know the lord because we are performing and dancing and ABCDing because we feel that's the need to do. When Jesus literally said, just know me, know him, know his ways, know how he works, study his life, have spent time. And, you know, this is, this is coming from somebody who did not know how it was done. It was literally talking to him as a friend. Sometimes you look crazy, but rather look crazy for the wor- for the Lord than crazy for the world, you know? Rather look crazy for the one who died for you than the one who than the ones that actually hate you. You know what I mean? I'm actually spitting facts today. I'm glad I did this. And you know, for everybody who has like a problem with the sound effects. Because maybe it's just me who has a problem with sound effects at the back. Because I'm just paranoid. But just know the Lord, guys. Like, literally. I feel like people... People, along with, you know, getting complacent in lukewarm um, behavior. People also get complacent in what I was saying earlier. About how... How... You know, people don't want to believe and know the Lord because of the preconceived notions. Did I speak about that? Maybe I'm saying something else because <laughs> I spoke about with the Lord, but maybe I didn't speak about this. Just in case, like preconceived ideas of like how Christianity is. Oh yeah, I did. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and they want to get compl- get complacent in, you know. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. Oh my gosh. It's something that old people do when they're older. Little did they know that Jesus was literally young. Man's was 30 years old. That is young. Half of us want to follow him at an age where he didn't even, he wasn't even alive. 40 years old, he, was, he, was, he wasn't alive at 40. And back in that day, 30 was like the new 20. <laughs> 40 was like 18 years old. So what do you mean you want to follow Christ? He was literally your age. <laughs> I'm kidding. But like, no one is like, 
no one should i feel like the whole point of this podcast part of why i do there's a risk for that part of why i have these chats and part of why i'm so blatantly honest about what's happening in my life not not all the time because guys would literally think i'm crazy if i told you everything but things that are relevant to i feel like most people's work with christ is because i want to break down stigmas about christianity and want it to be realistic because child i'm not gonna lie i don't read my bible every day and i you know i couldn't think of anything worse sometimes than you know taking time out of my day like back in the days when i was like just starting out like oh i have to pray today and sometimes those those thoughts cross my mind but when i think about jesus i'm like yeah you know i had to go because i love that man so so much i'm not even i'm not even just trying to like say this because for the sake of the episode but i just genuinely love the lord and i want people to get to that point where whatever notion that you had about christianity is like huh you look back and like huh what even was that and you know unpack it and see where it comes from and see how did we get here because obviously those are lies that come from the from the pits of hell but i wanna i personally like to see where did that come from how did that come about i think it came from you know the law and you know how wolves in sheep's clothing interpret things that's why like I personally have, you know, tried to really, really, really be careful who I'm listening to, who I'm, you know, supporting in terms of pastors and stuff like that, purely because um, my family and I have had like a history of like, you know, following like false prophets and stuff like that. And I've had like issues of that and just like yeah and i'm kind of skeptical and such such instances such people can ruin your view of christianity and so as a christian i don't speak for everyone i speak for my experience and for, for, for people who would like to hear um my opinion i would say like i just be careful just be careful who you're listening to and there's always the holy spirit and always I feel like when it comes to everyone, go look into those like scriptures and the context of the scripture for yourself and see if that person is adequately applying them to their message. Because one of the things that I really am still fervent on or fervent about is context. Like, how are you talking about like Jesus being baptized? And applying it to donating to the church. Like, how does that make sense? And people are eating it up because this is coming from a pastor. And, yeah, I think people just need to check. And such people kind of, like, ruin this, ruin what Christianity is about. Because Christ, it's about Christ. It's literally in the name. It's about Christ. Come on, people. And, yeah, another thing I want to talk about is how people are saying, you know... I don't have a, I don't read the Bible. It's a man-made book. I just have my own relationship with the, with God. First of all, first of all, less less aggressively, less aggressively. Um, that's something I didn't hear of personally for me. I heard it on TikTok, and I was like, wait, people actually say that. And then I heard it personally, and I was like, wait, this is actually a real thing, guys. That's actually scary. Can we talk about how scary that is? People saying that, oh, I don't, I don't believe in the Bible. Then how do you talk to God then? How, no, like seriously, how does the Lord talk to you? Because if they're not, if, if you're not reading the Bible, say you don't believe in the Bible, then that means you don't listen to any sermons. That means you don't listen to any Christian music. That means you're just basically a (laughs) non-believer. Like that's, don't be fooled people when, be it um getting to know someone um because you know dating as a as a christian like not just a christian on the surface and then you're doing worldly things i mean actually dating as a christ follower christian 
it's really hard in these streets because you will hear anything because you know we can't be, we can't we can't be unequally yoked child or what is this, what is the term unequally yoked uh, equally unyoked i don't know unequally yoked but yeah we can't be unequally yoked in these streets child because that would literally that is not good from personal experience not just romantically just like as because this girl has never dated before sadly but my time will come just like even just like in friendships and stuff like that that's why it's good to surround yourselves with people of god not to say you must start saying like y'all go going to hell and like I'm, i can't chill with y'all you can still i guess i don't know it's one of those things that i have not experienced yet and I can't really talk about it, but like I can give my opinion on what I've seen. But I feel like you can still have those type of friends. But if you start, you know, thinking like them and you know behaving like them, then are they really good for you? You know, are you really being transformed through them? Is God speaking to you through those friends? That's like the question people should ask themselves if they're considering staying with unyoked people. Just even just romantically like i was saying it's really hard in this day and age because more and more people do not believe in god because the devil himself believes in god yet he's managed to convince literally 80 percent of our generation that god doesn't exist and that's scary because like i said earlier literal demons tremble at the name of jesus christ and we don't and half of our generation does not and so i think all in all, that whole discussion of hey, I don't I don't read I don't read the Bible, it's really absurd. It's a, it's literally a con. Like <laughs> is, that, is that a term? Can I say that a con or a scheme? Yeah, a scheme sounds better. A scheme because it's kind of like in like in simpler terms to kind of grasp the severity of this it's kind of like for me <laughs> maybe it's just like my standards but maybe if somebody were to say to me if i'm getting to know them um i don't have a plan i just go with the flow i don't you know don't have any goals i'm just living life as it is excuse me so you don't have any dreams no nothing no oh, i actually want to do a b c d nothing no aspirations Living the moment until what's on the streets. But go ahead though. That's what that's that's like kind of what like what it is saying. I don't believe in the Bible. Like that's how much of a red flag it is. Maybe some people might get it. Some people might not get it. But I hope it's a red flag for people who are planning to have relationships, both platonic and romantic ones, with people. Those are things that you should look out for. And that's something that really does irk me. Because the Lord, uh, the Lord should be number one. And if that person is not going to be number one, if that person not um having the Lord as number one, chances are you're going to be following the example. Because when you're in that space, be it romantically or platonically, you're most likely going to compromise certain things. You can't have those conversations about God. You can't have, you can't expect an encouraging word or some spirit-led word from that person. And that's for me is ultimately like death. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's really just like, it doesn't make sense to me as a Christian because I just, I'd really want, like I'm, (laughs) I'm the type of person who, if, if we have, we should have similar hobbies so that we can talk about them. Because I really like to talk about things despite being introverted. Uh, no. Yeah, despite being introverted. I was about to say, like, you know, in basically ignite introverted slander because I hate introverted slander as a fellow introvert. But anyway, it doesn't really slander against it. So we're cool. Um, slander for it, not against it. But yeah. Like, I really do like talking about things that, you know, are mutually, um, a mutual interest between me and a person. And I think that's just, like, how people grow. I just like the little things. I'm such a little things person. I like 
you know, I'm not going to get into like the list of likes. Y'all, y'all don't know me. <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, I think that should be a warning sign as Christian. Come on, ladies, as Christians. Come on, ladies. We don't just go for anyone. They said, we're, a prophet said he wants to, to be more precious than rubies. Why are we, why are we acting like, like stones? Because you can't find a stone anywhere. But rubies, child, those are rare. So let's save ourselves for r- rare collectible, um, r- rare item collectors, people who collect rare things, you know? Hopefully that makes sense. And hopefully this podcast has made sense. This episode has made sense. Because I don't know what else to talk about. Because we'll be here forever if I want to talk about everything. But just for like, maybe, just to wrap it up. Maybe just like some insights on what's happening. And then kind of expanding upon what God is saying in my life. Like, I personally, personally, there's no end in the at the end of personally but personally um i feel like i'm at a time where i'm learning a lot and sometimes i really don't like being in the season i'm not gonna lie of being alone and like being in my own head and stuff like that because that's how a lot of like sorry to trigger anyone like mental health issues have come to pass for me because it's all started in my head and it's all started in like listening and feeding on this on the flesh rather than listening to the holy spirit and speaking of which just a bit of a tangent i would really recommend like speaking of that whole concept of flesh and the spirit reading um romans 7 because that was something that really blowed my mind when i first read it it was so interesting I'm like wow the bible actually talks about this and maybe i might do like a big like there's a verse for that type of thing because that's something that i've been meditating on almost daily and it has really changed my perspective on christianity because i just thought like oh this is all me but like you know there's a reason why we think i think we think the things we, we do think there's the reason why we behave the way we do and i would really recommend reading that but you know i just for the longest time I've always just, you know, wanted to go out of my way to not be in my head for a long time. And the Lord is like, how are you supposed to grow? If you, you ask for introspection, you ask for, you know, for me to reveal yourself, um, reveal me to you. You ask for me to reveal why you do certain things and stuff like that, but you don't want to be in your head. Girl, you're going to have to do things you don't want to do. And that was like some of the... It was really hard for me, but it's been really helpful because there's so much I've learned. There's so much I've been I've learned about myself that I haven't that I did not know existed in me, like a lot, and yeah. And besides, like in my head, I feel like I was talking to the Lord area now earlier. Did I say that earlier? And he, he just revealed to me, like you know. Part of the reason why in like this like wilderness season is for me to prune and prick at your personality and like not personality but like the the things that you do like your patience and stuff like that because let me tell you I'm <laughs> it's changing now I feel I feel the change but like when I say I was not the most patient person I mean that like very literally oh my gosh. And I know people might be like, people who know me be like, but girl, what? You listen, like, patiently to all my problems. I mean, like, you know, I want instant gratification. And and that translated into, like, I want this to be done instantly. I want to grow like this. I want this to be done. Like, today, it must take a day to do this. I want what can be done in a month, be done in 12 hours type of, like, instant instant gratification. If it doesn't happen, I get so impatient. I get so frustrated. And the Lord was like really has really been rooting me into like breaking all those ideas in my head and like breaking like all of that in my in my in my spirit and everything so I can be a better person for relationships. Not just romantic ones, because if that's the case if the Lord is saying, get ready, then I'm ready for a romantic relationship. Nah, but like, I feel like in this season of just like being very, very much so alone and like literally in a wilderness season, 
so much has been, you know, my life has literally been transformed in this, in these past, not just these past two weeks. I feel like this past six, no, eight months, eight, nine months of my life of being in the wilderness season. And, you know, I'm ready for the next season. And I think another thing that the Lord has really made me learn in this wilderness is to stop comparing myself and our relation, my relationship with him, with other people, and re- not just my relationship with him, even just other relationships in my life, with other people's relationships, with other spirits, with God, their significant others, their friends, their mothers, their, their fathers, their family in general. Because what I would do in my mind is like, oh, set like a standard in my head, like, oh, this is what ABCD is supposed to look like, and compare it against my life and see oh, my life doesn't look like this. And by doing that, I'd create so much pressure on both myself and that person and put that um, standard upon that person and that relationship that it would literally make me stop being grateful for um, what the relationship is in itself and the uniqueness of itself. Because one of the things that I used to do was, just for the sake of this podcast, was compare my relationship with God with other, be it TikTok stars, uh, not TikTok stars, um, Christian TikTokers, uh, pastors, missionaries, stuff like that, and be like, oh, if they get to do that, I can do that. But that person is getting this, surely that's, that's supposed to happen in my life. And then I wouldn't realize that that, that that person's walk with the Lord is very unique and very distinctive um, in itself. And mine is too. And I'd want mine to be so much, like, to a T, so much so that I'd get so frustrated if it didn't happen like that. And the Lord was like, you know what? You need to, like, stop thinking like that because you aren't seeing, you're, you're not, you know, you're missing the point and you're not seeing the little things as you claim that you like the little things. You claim that you like the little things, but you're not appreciating the little things. And I was like, okay, you didn't have to come for me, but you're right, as per usual, all the time. And, yeah, I think... That's something that was so beautiful. And obviously another thing is also just really surrendering to the Lord. That's something that the Lord has really been teaching me as of recently. And really surrendering to him and really following his desires. Like, for example, I used to be the type of girl who would really, really want to be in a relationship. And really just want to be like, be that one person 24-7. And really, really want to be in a relationship. And I'd literally take every opportunity I could to speak about how much I really want to be in a relationship. And sometimes it would literally take a toll on me that something, I'm not pretty enough, something's wrong with me, um, maybe I'm not meant for this. And literally have like crises after crises um, of, not, of not being in a relationship. But the Lord is literally the heart surgeon because... I laid out I laid out the desire, specifically the obsessive desire, because I do want to get married one day, but it doesn't overtake my mind like it used to and really just corrupt my thinking and really think that was the sole um point of happiness and the sole thing that would bring me joy. And when I really shifted my focus into like thinking about God more and like thinking about his desires more, all those things with practice, obviously, I'm not gonna think. I'm not gonna just be like they immediately went away. No, it took like actual rooting and like commitment. I'm not gonna lie, and that's another thing. I just wanna be real on this podcast. I wanna be that fake preachy Christian. I'm not saying it's fake. Sometimes it does happen like that. Good for you, but I feel like the most for the vast majority of us, we go through like gradual processes. Sometimes it doesn't look. It's not instant as we want it to be, like I just said, the poor patience thing I was talking about earlier. And so it took some time to like get over that like desire so badly to be in a relationship. And now I'm at a point where if it happens, good for me. Yes, I get my desire. If it doesn't happen, it's for a reason and it's going to be for my good. And, you know, I might be a little bit disappointed depending on like my mood, but it's all about faith and really trusting the Lord. Faith over feelings, like literally faith over feelings and faith that the Lord will have will cause all things to work to work together for my good. 
And yeah, I just want to use that as an example and show people that and have God's glory shine through that and remind people that the Lord is literally the heart surgeon and we should make it a point to have to make his desires our desires because God has no bad intentions. He has literally no bad intentions for us. So why can't we surrender to him as Christians? Because it's always my plan, my plan, my plan. And I'm speaking from, from literally speaking from like experience because that's something that I really need like still work on is control because I'm the type of person who wants to plan everything. I used to sit like for hours on in planning my life to the day I die type of thing. Like, okay, at 27, I'll be, I'm going to be married. And by 28, I must have a kid. 29, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a break. And 20, then 30, I'm going to be have my second kid. Then my kid's going to be A, B, C, D. And who thinks like that? And that was literally an idol in my life. Literally planning my life to the point where I thought that was actually what it's going to be like. I, I feel like you can, you can kind of like dream about it. Like, oh, it could, could it be like this? Could it be like that? But to actually take ownership of your life without even as a human being who doesn't know what's happening, the spirit, that's scary. And that's something that I really, really, really do struggle with is control because the Lord might say something just because he says, oh, you surrender everything to me. And and just to like, you know, remind you that you surrender to him is maybe he might say something like, oh, go clean your room now. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll do it just now in my own time. I'll do it. You know, actually I was thinking I must do it like ABC. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's what happened today. As I'm speaking now, I'm just taking a break right now because I don't want to like make further noise. And I'm almost done. Um, he said, go clean the room right now. I was like, okay, I'll do it. I actually do it like after I eat so that I have like more energy. And I was like, oh wait, let me, let me honor this. I said, I need to surrender to the Lord. So let me actually surrender. And through those like examples and those like mini trials to see, um, if you're actually going to surrender, really does exercise that surrendering. And like, that's how the Lord works. That's how he works. Especially, I'm not saying that's how he works all the time, but that's what I've seen. That's how I've seen him work in my life. Like I ask for patience and can I give me times for me to be patient, exercise those, um, how to be patient, stuff like that. It's not going to magically just sprinkle patience dust over my head and boom, I'm patient. It doesn't work like that, or at least in my life. And I feel like in a lot of people's lives, we ask for things thinking God is going to let it just happen and by a click of a, by a click of two fingers and it's done. We need to actually work for it and actually have Lord the Lord mold us because there's something so beautiful in that molding process because you learn okay this is um this is a trigger for me um I don't actually practice patience because I haven't forgiven A B C D let me forgive then I oh, maybe maybe I might be a little bit more patient towards this person oh I can't I feel like when it comes to this this really makes me impatient so let me just work on that it's just so beautiful because you just have like these little moments and little like memories that come along with that rather than just having like this instant thing no memories no nothing and the lord is just so beautiful and i really 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 hope that people do get saved through my podcast and regardless of my stats and regardless of my stammering and like my tangents and stuff like that i just really want people to be saved so badly and realize the joy of the Lord because the Lord, oh my gosh, poor Lord. People, people really, people really make the Lord sound like a tyrant out there, both believers and non-believers or lukewarms and believers. I mean, no, lukewarms and non-believers. And the Lord just literally just wants to know you. He's really obsessed with us not in a Joe from you type of way, but he's really obsessed in giving us the best because he loves us so much. And sometimes that love literally makes me cry so badly. And just the concept of it, like I can rest in, I don't know, it's going to sound really weird, 
but the Lord really revealed this to me, like, I think it was three days ago, that for somebody who wants the answer to everything, I can rest in not understanding everything and just be peace, be at peace with that. And it's just so beautiful because I don't have to, I don't have to like go above and beyond to fully understand anything, everything and understand the full concept of the Lord's love. I just have to receive it. And it's just so much more rewarding and so much more peaceful than trying so hard and going above and beyond. And it's just so beautiful. And that's just what the Lord is calling a lot of people today to do is just believe open the door, let him in. As Charlie said, let me in. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I literally, that was, that was, that was a serious moment. I ruined it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But tangent. I don't know if you guys know that meme where, um, Charlie D'Amelio is outside of Dixie's room and you can see her. I think it was from the ring um security system thing the ring camera it's like let me in let me in please that's what jesus is saying like let me in obviously he's not gonna i guess he's not gonna kick down the door but he's like let me in and once you let him in it's like it's actually the most beautiful thing and sometimes it doesn't feel like it that's why i said faith over feelings and you know that's why we need to know our word because Another tangent based on based on what I was saying earlier about people saying I don't read the word. How are you going to fight off intrusive thoughts and the devil trying to kick you down and trying to make you doubt any aspects of your of your walk with Jesus Christ if you don't read the word? Because one of the things that I struggle with is um really does the Lord really love me? And that scripture of Romans eight twenty eight and um I can't really remember remember now. Yeah, just Romans eight twenty eight really like reminds me of who God is and what he's doing and he loves me. And also just John three sixteen, so for God so loved the world that he sent his son to die on the cross. He loves us. He loves us. He literally loves us. And sometimes sometimes I'll have these thoughts like, Yeah, the Lord doesn't love me because you know, my past looks like this. Why would he love me? And had that insecurity literally try to knock me down. And thanks to memorizing scripture and reading the word, I can pick myself up. Or not even me, because if I tried to pick myself up, I'd literally be in jail. But have the Lord pick me up through his word so I can so I can fight off that insecurity and have and through that I have less intrusive thoughts because the devil knows not to play anymore because I will literally, like, I will literally end you, my guy. The Lord will literally end you, not me. That's another thing. It's not about me. It's about the Lord. I am not the main character. The Lord is my main character. Oh, he, he's the main character. And, yeah, I think that's something that's, like, really important. That's, that's, that's actually what I was about to say when I spoke about um the whole um word unyoked thing but i kind of forgot about that but yeah i think the lord is so so good and he's so he's waiting for everyone he wants everybody to be saved however he doesn't want either just i know i'm gonna sound really mean he doesn't want just like people who don't believe in him because that's just like you know, like, for example, it's like having your birthday at school. Remember in primary school and we'd bring, like, things to celebrate our birthday for the class. And then there's that one kid who's the bully. People who, the person who literally just bullies other people, be it you, other people. The person that you just don't get along with is like, yeah, I'm also going to have a cupcake. Obviously, out of, out of like, the love thy neighbor um context like out of that naturally it'll be like well you know we don't like each other so why would i give you a cupcake and maybe you're not a hateful you don't hate that person but it's just like well you know you didn't even like you don't even like me so why should i give you this cupcake and that's how the lord is working he's like well you don't believe in me you blaspheme and you don't even 
you know, don't even know me, depart from me. And you're expecting to get in to heaven. You know, it doesn't make sense. I hope that makes sense. But like, hopefully it's making sense. But like that whole concept of trying to get in and thinking that you're going to get in just because the Lord loves you won't work because you have to put in, you have to also do something, child. He loves everyone. He, the Lord, the, I, I think people think that whole tyrant idea is how the Lord oper- operates. I feel like Jesus is going to sit there and see this, judge everyone and pain, have to painfully turn people away and be like, you do not know me. You know, I'm judging you and I'm saying that, oh, you do not know me, depart from me. I feel like he's going to look into this person's eyes and just like feel something like crush in him being the compassionate person that he is. And hopefully that, hopefully that kind of like turns off this notion of just Jesus being a jerk. And yeah, I, the Lord, he wants everyone to be saved. He really does want everybody to be saved. Otherwise he would not have, you know, died for us. He would not have created us. He would not have a destiny. But it's up to you, to be honest. It's a choice. Jesus wants people who worship him and follow him and love him and know him, number one, out of choice. Not because he forced you. Because if he forced us, child, we do it out of, like, literal, like, rope, like, just fear. Like, unhealthy, um, toxic fear. Not reverence. So, yeah, I really pray that, you know, people do get saved. And hopefully through listening to this episode, something stirs up within you. Even if even if it's messy, child, even if it's even if it doesn't make sense, at least the last part should make sense. At least something must stick out. Otherwise making a fool out of myself. You might as well just unsubscribe at this point. And and like can you unsubscribe on Apple Podcasts or Podcasts? I think you can. But yeah, I really pray that people do get saved. And I just want to pray like a little prayer of salvation for people who might be wanting like, actually, I want, that sounds good. I actually want to dedicate my life. So let's close our eyes in prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity to talk about you and to know you and to get to know you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the person who's listening to this episode right now. And I pray, Father, that for the, I also pray for the person who's, who wants to give their life to you and to know you and love you because you love them first, Heavenly Father. Father, I pray that this person, you receive them, Heavenly Father, with open arms, Heavenly Father, and they are indeed a child of God. I I say to you, child of God, say, I am a child of God. I am born again into the kingdom of God. Please repeat those words after me. I am born again into the kingdom of God and I am saved I give my I dedicate my life to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. So I hope I hope someone got saved because I'll literally I'll literally cry. I'll literally cry. I'll literally cry because <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Because I genuinely I genuinely didn't even think I was gonna pray today. I was like, oh, I just wanna like took my took my took my piece and took my mouth off but i know on a serious note whoever whoever really said that prayer congratulations child we are sisters in christ brothers and sisters in christ oh i'm so excited um i i would say please if you don't if you don't have the app already please download the U version bible app I would say listen to the daily story to start off with and like start like a good plan. There, there are so many plans and you can start looking for plans that suit, suit your liking. And welcome, child. Welcome to like, like you just made like the best decision of your life if you have dedicated your life to the Lord. Wow, I am proud of you. I am so proud of you. And please don't be afraid to like DM me and like message me like, oh, ABCD, I've... Then I came my life to the Lord. What can happen next? I've done this. What you said in the podcast. I want to do more. Because I, I don't mind like taking time out of my day. And like just like helping you and stuff like that. I really don't mind. And yeah. The Lord loves you. I love you. Thank you for listening. 
and God bless and have a blessed day, night, afternoon, evening. Yeah, the Lord loves you. Stay blessed, everyone. Hi guys, um, a very important topic. Christians are being persecuted all over the world right now. And even if you can't do- donate, please read the link that I have in my bio and pray for them guys. They need us more than ever right now. And please join me in prayer as we pray for them. And if you can, please donate. The link will be in my bio. God bless. <laughs>